Hey guys, welcome to our first podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Scream 5. This is our first podcast, so I'd like to introduce Sydney. Hi, I'm Sydney. I'm Bree. Um, we, first to explain, uh, we're going to be talking about horror movies, reviewing them, all your favorites, even the bad ones, um, even the sequels, the requels. Oh, yeah. Requels, um, reboots, sequels, remakes, basically anything reverting past the original movies, just kind of breaking them down from a fan's perspective of like, did they do, do it well? Was it ass? <laughs> um, <clears throat> and kind Disclaimer. of just being honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disclaimer, we are both avid horror fans. We oh, absolutely. are into all of it. So our opinions are, it's just like art, they're subjective. So mm-hmm. if you don't like something understandable, this is just us yeah. engaging in what we love. Yeah. So. And there will never be like any like hate on anybody directly, mostly just kind of having like our opinions out there of like what choices they made and what sort of um, just kind of like breaking it down into like small details and just kind of like how we as fans feel about it. And every fan has different vibes and different feels and that's totally fine um we're just here to be idiots and talk about movies that we like or don't like um and we are covering scream five today like you said um because then it was a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot to break down about that um <clears throat> you've seen it twice i just saw it the one time um but uh i mean it, it, i'll just say it, it was pretty bad it was it was rough it was it was actually yes it was bad um i overall i have to say giving it like if it was a out of five it was probably a three no i i agree i agree um Um, yeah it, it it didn't hit home for me um the the i think what we talked about earlier was that it had the nostalgia of all of it Mm-hmm. probably made it so that when you were watching it you're like actually this I like this this is like so cool. enjoying it because it was fun and nostalgic and like but of course when you watch it back a second time then that nostalgia factor is sort of worn off and you can see it as like that wasn't great like objectively that was kind of a bad movie you go to see the movie you come home and you're like oh what what yeah that? even even on the drive home I was like wait that was thinking of all the things that <laughs> exactly yeah like so I think that's like a big thing and I don't want to call it necessarily an issue but I think it's like a big thing with like horror movie reboots or even just like reboots of older series like they they like nostalgia bomb you and they're like Stu's house Sydney Dewey Gail ah, like oh my god look at all these people and look at all these little lines and oh and Randy and all of these things and so like at first you're like oh my god like Randy I love you and then you get home and you're like (laughs) what like it's so it's hard because I love the actors so much and you know I never want to like hate on creative bodies like film crews or writers directors because you know they have creative license but like was that actually what was that if 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 we're correct because we did we did look this up this was the first movie without Wes Anderson directing Wes so (laughs) (laughs) everything I said is now invalid 
<laughs> gotta go we're gonna, to, we're gonna have to cut that out <laughs> <laughs> um no but and you know what honestly even with Wes just because Scream 4 and they even did kind of make fun of themselves a little bit um in regards to being like oh like stab 4 nobody really liked it because nobody really liked Scream 4 either it was really really bad um, another disclaimer before we get mm-hmm. really into it um spoilers there's gonna be spoilers so if oh. you haven't seen Scream 5 you should probably just <clears throat> sorry probably just leave yeah probably just um, not um and yeah you do I can't tell you what to do. Yeah. Or I can't tell you what to do. But don't come in my comments and be like, you spoiled the movie for me. I told you. I warned you. Also, why would you click on a movie review podcast? (laughs) You know what? Live life. Yeah. So, all right. What do you want to, what, what should we talk about first? There's a lot of, there's a lot of different things that we, yeah, I did kind of already address like the nostalgia bombing and and honestly, I will say, would sell half of my internal organs to step foot in Stu Mocker's house. We tried to do that. I, I, I had it on my, there was this, okay, there was this Airbnb contest. It wasn't a contest. It was just kind of like, if you happen to get in the booking, the little booking opening. Yeah. For Even the, like David Arquette was hosting it. Like it was like an official kind it of was like a, an official. It was a fish, an official activity. And um, if you had gotten into the booking, I had put it on my calendar for the wrong date. So I didn't <sighs> get into it and um, could have been us, but it wasn't. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it because I get, <laughs> I, get so so upset. I deserved so it. Okay. I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> cough sorry um cough break <laughs> um but like I the, the nostalgia like it really was good like seeing Sydney on screen I was like <laughs> I was like I love her when <sighs> she know. answered when when Dewey called her and then she answered the phone I was like that's the girl that's the that's <laughs> the woman herself that is oh god I was like Sydney and then like David Arquette showed up and I was like yeah his his whole it's, thing it's the him, nostalgia bomb it really is and why is it like back. every movie him and gail get together at the end and then in the next movie they're like broken up oh yeah that's that's like a, a common little, theme for them that's a fun little um, trend um but unfortunately they broke, a, they broke a trend with dewey in this one and not to get ahead of myself but like it unnecessary was not, it's not, not necessary to kill dewey it, it i'll was, say it well, they're How's running it? out of cl- they're running out of cast members. They only have three. <laughs> they only have three left. <laughs> Each movie, they're like one important one, one important one, one important. But one. they can't kill Sydney, so next it's going to be Gail calling it right now. So it's literally they're going Final Girl, but in movies, like in movie sections, which I think yeah is fun. I guess um, it's killing Dewey just for me, and maybe this is just me because I just really love Dewey as a character, but like the whole trend was like oh no Dewey's dead he got stabbed in the spine and like oh no Dewey's dead in this one and this one and this one and he always lives because in the next movie it's like he's alive so it's like yeah no why did they kill Dewey no yeah this this was a rough one for me I when it happened I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't expecting it but a part of me was like during the beginning of the movie it seems like they're actually setting Dewey up to be leaving the movie like it feels like that so every conversation he has even the little like 
the introduction his introduction into his um trailer feels like that because he's mm-hmm. it looks like his life is just stopped in with <laughs> um and they set it up for him to be leaving and I kind of knew that and I was a little disappointed but I didn't know he was going to actually die so that also was finding out that it was Amber that killed him so it's like she's literally two pounds like, no 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 I was I, I I this is okay every horror person who's horror advent horror um person watcher wow um has their little like theories about the movie um and I I went down a little bit of a hole the other night and was like looking for um looking into why because it, it's supposed to be Amber that kills Dewey right but yeah. it doesn't feel like it's Amber because there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like the, the little tussle is just doesn't seem accurate yeah. to me for the weight on weight plus Dewey's like I don't know how much does a grown man weigh he's <laughs> way pounds. heavier than Amber he's way heavier than Amber in muscle he's definitely too he's she's just too small she's too small I I, I don't know if I could stand stab a grown man like I that could, I could, like if, if I was I don't know how how tall is David Arquette because honestly that was my I mean um, he can't be too tall though because Courtney Cox is actually really really short he is oh you googled it too I just googled <laughs> it he's hello where's his he's height? 5'10 okay He's five ten. Still a pretty decent height. Like that's pretty tall. That's tall. Um, I don't know how tall the actress for for Amber was, but it just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I have a speculation that there is a third person involved, but there, it did. Hmm. They didn't make it too obvious, but yeah, that's not something we have to get into today. It's a twist. Um. The, the I just think as like as a fan like it was just really disappointing because like the other thing is like the you know elephant in the room is the child of the killer shit because I'm so sick of that trope I'm sorry because as like fucking like fans like we are like who remember the original timeline and if you really want to get nitpicky with it like Make it make sense. The math ain't mathin. It's <laughs> like, it not add up. Okay, so it is. <clears throat> I know what the movie was trying to do. Just going back a little bit, I know what the movie was trying to do with how fans are in love with the movie so much that they wrap themselves into like this like um, obsession with it. Um, and just so everybody knows, that's not how I get the trope. I get what they were trying to do with that, yeah. but. To pull this out, if you're being nitpicky with the first movie, and I know obviously the first movie, they didn't think there was going to be sequels. They didn't think that they would have to match the timeline up at all. Yeah. But And knowing Billy, I just feel like if he was planning this, they, it did get a little messy because he did get caught in the first movie. Um, and I don't know if that was intentional or not, but yeah, it just doesn't like it seems too messy for him to have gone off and slept with somebody but he is also a teenage boy so it will because exactly like to be if you're looking at the original plot and the original timeline the only conceivable way that he could have had a child with someone else is to have cheated on sydney because just honestly like to refresh anybody that maybe isn't like caught up with the timeline it's said that billy and sydney were together for two years a year into that is when uh mrs 
Loomis left and he killed Sydney's mom, framed Cotton, whatever. And then a year later, he was like, it's been a year since your mom died. Since I killed her. Um, <laughs> That's a good impression. Yeah. You like my Billy Loomis impression? He said, it's more scary. There's no motive, Sid. Let me explain my motive now. Yeah, that's okay. Going back to Scream One, my favorite moment is when he says it's it's totally it's totally part of the millennium to not have a motive. And then because he steals it from Randy, and yeah. then he goes, Your your mom, your mom and my dad were involved, and now I have to kill you. <laughs> He's like, There's no motive, Sid, but you know what my motive is? Mommy issues. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, and that carries. <laughs> And so there's really no way that he could have had a kid with somebody else unless he cheated on Sydney. And I just know how dedicated he was to this plan that like, how is he going to let himself get involved in something as messy as sleeping with someone else? Because it's also like high school girls, like they be like chatting, especially because like the bathroom scene when those girls are talking shit, you know, for a fact, if Billy Loomis got somebody else pregnant, those little girls would be chittering in the bathroom. Like, oh my God, did you hear that? Like Billy got with someone else. And the other thing is that the other thing is they mentioned in Scream 5 that the mother had drinking problems and she would tell everybody. That's how they found out that um, that she was her daughter. So it was or she was his daughter. But it if that's so easy for her to just be like, hey, telling the whole town, then it just doesn't make it doesn't connect. It doesn't. It crack unless she kept it a really airtight secret which if she was telling until randomly she decided to have a drinking problem (laughs) yes tell everyone it just doesn't Um, make any sense and the other thing is like I don't know I feel like there I that's where that's where the other my other theory comes in where there's a third person working with was working with Richie and Amber but I don't think I don't know if that's actually how it tracks, but I think it could be. <clears throat> it's but, also like um, kind of, I mean, I think they knew it was kind of a weird plot hole too, because we never got names for the mom or the dad. We never no. see from anything, hear anything from them like that, because they knew it was a weird fucking plot hole. Like, it's And I don't know if they weird. intentionally kept them out, expecting them to put them, use them in the next, in the later movies. Yeah. Or if, if they, they just died. knew it was stupid. Or if they just knew it was a rough and I want, and I also, I kind of have this hunch that they put Skeet Ulrich in the movie just because they knew that they weren't going to be putting Matthew Lillard in there and everybody was banking on Matthew Lillard being the secret killer, so. Which, like, I don't, I never understood that because I, at least for me, it was very clear that he was dead in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I also thought he was dead. My, my little, my little heart was like, well, I hope he's in it. I Yeah, hope well, of course, for the nostalgia and for, for the, the love of these people that, originated these characters and like seeing them on screen and being like oh i I love you you. but honestly i don't think he lived no man's got a tv dropped on his head he did make a sound when the tv was dropped on his head he went and i was also like like, he would have died anyway because even before the tv was on his head he was i'm dying here man you guys (laughs) he was like already bleeding out he and was, then he, he got was, a TV dropped on his head. And those 90s TVs be heavy. Yeah, his head was just smooshed. He went, um, <laughs> and he was also bleeding out from all the times that Billy stabbed him. So exactly. Like, I'm feeling woozy here. Uh, even if he did show up, we'd be a little confused. But fun fact, as we all, it was a little Easter egg. In the party, when they, at the end of the movie, when they're all, they have to go get her second 
inhaler. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to find, I tried to listen so hard, but also I think I might've missed it. They have um, the original actor for Randy and Matthew Lillard in there. Oh, uh, Jamie, 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 Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. That's why yeah. it was so funny in the original scream when he was like walk out look out jamie he's behind you jamie because the actor's name is jamie yeah and yeah Cream that, is was, behind that was him that's what is one. his name jamie 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 while you look that up i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> no so they were supposed to have said lines in the party scene that you could audibly hear um yeah but i didn't hear them i jamie missed it kennedy it's jamie, jamie kennedy. kennedy yeah they I were I, I, I'm back and forth on his niece. It was his niece, right? Being kind of like the recreation of Randy because it was cute and I liked her as a character, but it felt very forced. No, it like- did. It definitely <laughs> felt forced. Her monologue about all the, the horror movie stigmas and the stereotypes and, um, it just felt like they were trying to, they needed a Randy character. And, so and they, they did. Like, I, they did most of it. It was, I feel like, on purpose, just because. They oh, were absolutely, it was requel. But it just, it was a lot. It was a lot. That's probably what my biggest problem was. Is just so much was going on. Yeah, with a lot of the new content egg. was forced, and it felt forced, and it because when you make a movie like this and you're shoving so much nostalgia, it's like the nostalgia bombing. It's like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. and there's so much of it. it it gets kind of like suffocating almost because it feels so forced. But I will say that scene where they're panning out, she's like, I know that house. And it's the fucking shot of her. That was a sick scene. Slamming the nut button. (laughs) (laughs) That was a sick scene. Like that was the, that was a cool scene for me because it was, I also had a hunch that it was, it was Randy. It was, I mean, it was in the trailer to be fair, but the second they were in that basement, I was like, I know that house. I know that house. I know that house better than I know my own apartment. (laughs) No, literally. I, that house, man. And like the kitchen. Um, Everything about that house. Go the Airbnb. We we back at the Airbnb. Then like, get us in there. Get us in there. I'd be like, I live here now. Thank you. (laughs) This is my house. I'm taking more. Actually, they're like, all right, time's up. Gotta go home. I'm like, I am home. I'm here. This is where I live now. I'm gonna go try to crawl out the cat door. (laughs) Speaking of Um, cat door, the lack of talking about Tatum. You see her ashes in Dewey's um his his trailer. Um won't he doesn't even mention her by name. He literally he killed her. Nobody talks about her. Nobody talks about her ever. They don't even talk about her in the other movies really either. Like she was Sydney's best friend, and she's like, Oh, he she's he's killed people I love. Like well, yeah, but like also like but this poor is Tatum, friend, and, and also Dewey's whole sister. Like he was, he just ki- he killed my sister. Like that's it. You want to talk about it? Like I know, bro. Do you want to like? I don't know. Process it kinda, that it kind of hit hard. <clears throat> um, and I I think that they had a whole they had a whole four movies to bring that up, and they really yeah. have never the, done that. So. The fourth one is like. Not even. I think my ADHD brain, but like another thing about this movie that kind of irritated me, to be honest, is like, I think like a movie should be timeless in a way that you're not saying the word Reddit like six times. Like, I get it. They're like, oh my gosh, like it's, it's new now. It's not the nineties anymore. Let's talk about Reddit. 
not the reddit not the, not the serial killer reddit forum we met on we met on reddit we met on a reddit forum like you look like you met on a reddit forum they did. also what's she calling him baby for is she not like 17 no that was my other biggest issue i understood it was supposed to be creepy but it did yeah. creep me out it did if it had it the effect they intended it to have it why you're playing around a 17 year old <laughs> the i also i know they're setting it up for another one because literally like everyone lived because when she's asking sydney you know like oh like am i gonna be okay whatever and she's like yeah like you'll be back. like who did you lose realistically like your sister's alive your boyfriend's a murderer so why do you care like some the childhood only, friends her other the other two friends the twins they lived the girl with the pink hair that she didn't seem so close to the everybody twins, lived i feel like the twins were really the only like the only characters that they had like history history with you know what i mean because she yeah. was like she used to well there was like yeah well this. there was the other kid that that died which first of all that oh yeah wes so stupid the cop's son was so stupid because first of all there's people that survive getting their throat slashed all the way across and he can't survive a stab to the side of the neck when the literal like the little sister got stabbed like a million times and somehow still alive no um he the way that he was stabbed honestly i just pass away too because it was like (laughs) right it was like it was like the skin it wasn't even like in the like like it was it the wasn't, skin, right? It was but, literally the skin. No, well, obviously no, it would have been I, painful. I wouldn't have wanted to survive getting stabbed like the little sister either. She got cut up. No, oh, when they stabbed her through the hand, I was like, the 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 kills were actually really sick. That I really appreciated the kill the kills on this in this movie because they were gory. They felt accurate. Yeah. I think the only one that I was a little bit unsure about was the hand sanitizer stove face lady Amber. Um, yeah, I that was. Her. That was a little rough. That was a reach because the, the the joke they were trying to correlate it to, which was passing the torch, was I because well, they did a similar cheesy thing in Scream Four with the like something like any last words clear with the freaking defibrillators. Like that was so stupid. Oh my god! And honestly, I guess they needed their one token really cringe kill. And to be fair, they do need to keep it satire because the original idea behind scream and behind this franchise in general was to be satire like it was meant to be a take off of that's why like the scary movie franchise is called scary movie because scream was originally meant to be called scary movie because it's supposed to be a joke that's why there is the character of randy who's like there's rules like because it's supposed to be a joke like it's supposed to be satire but it got taken too seriously (laughs) yeah and Again, in this podcast, we're not trying to do that. We're just having fun with it. It was we're just in a silly goofy ride. mood. To... Silly goofy mood. <laughs> just like Billy and Stu when they took out Sydney's mom. No, Billy was serious. Stu was in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ah, I get to throw my here. Literally, <laughs> Stu like, is just here to fucking he's, he's just like, he's just with Billy. He's like, this is so fun. Do you want to like? can you imagine if Stu was like wait these people are actually dead he's like wait, <laughs> he's like, wait we're killing people this wasn't a game Stu was literally not there mentally the entire movie i don't think so i don't think i think so. billy hella took advantage of it and obviously Stu has some mental issues going on because how do you yeah. know but because he was really treating it like a game he's like this is so exciting yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he was so excited like and my then, mom and dad are going to be so mad <laughs> did you really call the police the police like man's was Dad? not there 
you bet you're sorry, mother as I did. Um, <laughs> no, um, God, it just, why did they do skeet like that? Why did they, what was that? They couldn't, like, I'll say it. I'll be the first to okay. say it. He is so fine. He is so fine. But why did they, with the, first of all, shirt wasn't even the same shirt. Second of all, why did he look like that? Third of all, if you've seen, they do CGI faces. They did the terrible CGI for Ben Platt and Tiffany Hansen. And they did the CGI for Leia in Rogue One. Why didn't they? Because like, I it's, guess it's like her okay. imagination or whatever. But why did he look 40? Also, like, why? My question. No, but the thing is, is <clears throat> the thing with the visions was this is where they incorporate Billy. This is where they're like, we have to put Skeet in it because we're not giving them Matthew. And yeah. um, if you when you get a first look at him, like if you're briefly just like, oh, my God, because you're not. Expl- so, so, so here's my take from it. When you yeah. first see him show up, you're like, oh, my God, it's Ski Ulrich. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it's him. I miss this man, which I did. I was shocked. I know. I was like, I was like oh, no, it's him. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but <laughs> it then you get a good look. Like if you watch the movie a yeah. second time. When he's like actually gonna, speaking and you can yeah, see him like for prolonged. Look. And you're like, I know that you are older and yeah. everybody ages and I respect yeah. that. That's and they all now. look really good. No, they, they all look, look really good. So like, good. They all look really good. It just really was good. so awkward because it, it was supposed it was just, to be 17. Just, like he died okay, at 17. In the original movie. I, and also, <clears throat> I know this is her visions. She's probably, she's never seen Billy in real life. Um, yeah. She's probably going off pictures, which that's another thing. I'll get that get to that in a minute. There was this picture that they used <laughs> in the, the promo in the, shoot picture. We the promo, they used a promo shoot picture from our actual real life timeline, not not the movie timeline. <clears throat> real life. Who took that picture of Billy? Why is he posed like a model? First of all, you, you can, can literally Google Skeet you Ulrich, can find and the that picture. photo comes up. Pick up that picture. Find that picture. We need I literally have picture. it like. You because Google Ski Ulrich and then, or you might have to Google Ski Ulrich. Was an advertisement for the Scream movies. It was like a photo shoot for. Yep, it's literally the first picture on Google when you Google Ski Ulrich Young. It's yeah, it's that one. It's It's literally picture. He's not that. That's not a realistic picture. That is for context. If you're not for context, if you're not watching or like this on YouTube and you're just listening to it because it is a podcast. Yeah, it is a picture that if you look up i don't know how to explain it it's in it's, it's it's the scene where they're all in the living room and they're talking about who could be the killer um isn't it on like and, a newscast yeah exactly and they're 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 it's just kind of sitting on the screen in randy's um or randy's nieces and nephew's house where there are it's you can you'll find it you'll see it right away it's just that shot they have a shot of him just that picture and you're like confused because i was confused because that picture does have nothing you've never no, seen straight up like pull out your phone google skeet ulrich young and it's the first pic- it's literally what they did they're like oh. so that was one of my one of my notes that i had but um going back to the way that he looks and the reason why mm-hmm. we know it's her visions and she's never seen him she some probably saw a picture of him somewhere and was like okay that but to have his exact like i know i know that it was the easiest thing to do to have him look the way he looked when he died but he also aged and you can see it and it's not yeah. bad, but you can it's, see yeah, it's it. It's not a bad <laughs> thing, but he's clearly not 17 anymore. He's clearly not 17. Also the way that they did his hair, 
I have his hair was always bad though because it was always mad greasy I know it was supposed to be teenage I'm a little like gross I'm a little greasy boy but it was like when's the last time you watched he had some he had some length back here and length up here because he could like easily pull it back if you wanted to and I know that but for this haircut this is such a minor note that nobody's gonna (laughs) care about but me literally I'm so picky but like in this one, it was literally just like shaved in the back, and he only had the long pieces in the front. That's not how it works. That's yeah. not how. It's anyway, not that's how any of that works. It's I'm just so picky, but I thought I it was funny that I thought about it. The whole like psychosis visions of Billy, and then the cringy "Don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer." <laughs> like she overkilled that man so quickly, though. She, the way she just, I was like, oh, that was a, not even <laughs> Billy. <was> like, <laughs> He's like, I'm proud of you, God. Billy would not have given a single shit. No, I know. I was thinking about it. would not have cared. I'm sorry, but Billy doesn't care about you. And I know it was probably her her subconscious just being like. Literally, because it's not really Billy. It's her brain Billy. But like her brain Billy was weird. She never met him. So like, to be fair, I guess, you know. Yeah. But me as a person. Also, Sydney just already knowing. Like, I know that like everybody talks about it, but we have to think about when she moved away and when they started talking about it. Because she's like, I'm Billy's daughter. I know. Also, the way that that didn't affect her at all. I would have Ma'am? liked. To see, I would have liked to see more of a more of a conversation about Billy. I know that. I not like. Okay, <clears throat> they're trying to leave him in the past, obviously, because he caused all this like tr- like trauma and everything. But oh yeah, there's a there has to be a part of Sydney that is has she's I know she's probably not surprised at this point when she keeps finding stuff out about Billy, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like there has to be some twinge of like, wow. Yeah, I think. Could you I believe think, that? Like, yeah. To be fair, I think Sydney in this movie lacked a lot of emotional execution, and it just it didn't hit the same. Like Nev did not hit as Sydney in this movie, and I love her. I would die for her a million times over. But there was a lack of emotion, and I get it. She's been through a lot. She's like, you know what? At this point fuck it. I've been through so much, but there was just such a lack of emotion behind her actions in this movie. Like she was just kind of like, she's always been a badass final girl. Like she always has. She's always been super kick-ass, not in my movie. I love her, but there was just no, she was like, I'm Billy's daughter. I know. Like you're fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Like girl, you are not fine. Yep. That's cool. No, but yeah, I, and I know they were trying to get it to where she's like, probably like, this is, I'm just tired of this. I have to keep dealing with yeah. this shit. And like, I know that's where they were going with that. I know they yeah. were just like, I think me too. I'd also be like, if I had to keep going back to my hometown and defend, like defeating and the same. Even her no reaction to going back to Woodsboro, because I don't believe in the other movies she's gone back never, to Woodsboro. She's never in Woodsboro. She doesn't. I don't think she goes back to yeah. Because in the yeah. second movie, she's in college. In the third movie, she goes to like, I think like LA or something. Yeah. And then in the fourth movie, I don't know. They don't talk about her. it. It just follows her. And for it to be actually be in Woodsboro. And to be and back to in that house back. with no emotional. She was like, Mm-mm. or well, I guess the, the little scene where she was like, are you ready for this? For this? Never. Like, but there was no real emotion behind it. It was just like, for this? Never. Like, come on. Being back in that house, that would that's like PTSD straight up. I, like, it really did not hit. It did not. It that the the Gail Weathers Sydney dynamic was really rough for me, I think, just because yeah. there was no 
it was all about being a badass and that's cool yeah I need your vulnerability to show up a little bit because exactly. this is because that's, what, that's what made Sydney so good and such a compelling character is that she's crying because she's finding out that her boyfriend murdered her mom but she's still like fuck you you cretin like she's still like mm-hmm. actually fuck you like while she's upset and dealing with all of these emotions or even in the second movie like when she's like I need to know who it is like I've been being harassed by this masked killer I want to know who it is and like just having these emotions surrounding all of these situations and then just for her to be like pass the torch pass the the torch no I I'm just yeah it yeah that that was a little bit rough and then um I don't know I uh, let's take a moment to look at the killers real quick because oh yeah I I don't know I when I was trying to figure out who it was going to be I did ping Richie immediately oh absolutely um I don't know why I think it was maybe just the way that it was even Dewey calling oh wait 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 maybe I don't know if it was because Dewey said something but I think it was because every single time you got a shot of him when she was calling him he was watching the stab like a stab movie review or he was like watching like pretending like he'd never seen them yeah he was like and then he would start try to start a creative dialogue with her while she was panicking about her sister and I was like this is a little it was a lack of emotion for me because his she's like freaking out her sister her weird murder dead dad um and then he's like oh these movies like okay also Dewey calling it and I I didn't trust Amber from the start mostly because I don't know she just gave me like she just seemed very like off bitchy and also when he was like in the very beginning when Richie's calling the sister he's like outside of Amber's house like filming Amber for the thing so I was like I feel like do you remember like yeah, but the thing about that, I don't know if it could have been a pre-recorded video too, because if you think about it, he was supposedly supposed to be with Sam the same night that the attack happened. Exactly. So, so that's why I feel like it could be like a setup. It was, a, yeah. Um, the other thing, like it could have been a, it could have been a pre-recorded video. It, it also, I'm version. pretty sure it was Amber that attacked, that had to have attacked the girl in the beginning because Richie was with Sam in the other yeah. town, right? So it yes. had to have been Amber that attacked her. You Tara, Tara's the sister, the little sister. Oh, sorry, I girl in the beginning. <laughs> Casey Becker, I don't. Casey um, Becker, we're going back to Scream One now. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, but no, like, and especially when she was texting her from Amber's phone, like she very well could have just been texting her from her phone. This isn't Amber, like. Okay, Amber. Okay, Amber. Because <laughs> when she picks up the phone, she goes, "Amber, this isn't funny." Like she gets mad at her, and then she's like, "This is." It. Then the voice comes, "This isn't Amber." And I'm and like, "Which was a recreation of the." Okay, Randy, that's enough now. This isn't Randy. <laughs> oh yeah, can you see me right now? What am I doing? Love. What am I doing? I'm turning my lighting down because it's a little harsh. That, um, that person issue was really good though. <laughs> I was like, "Get it, get it." Actual. <laughs> what am i doing <laughs> she like damn um like, all right randy that's enough no this is you randy what does he say he's like you're gonna you want to die like your mother die like your mother she <laughs> oh, you, you cretin <clears throat> i like her use yeah. of the word cretin <laughs> i like her use of her vernacular uh dialogue i like her vocabulary in this scene. <laughs> um 
I think, yeah. And then I, I, yeah, the killers were just a little, I know they weren't obvious, but it wasn't like, but I kind of, I understand them because here we are talking about like, oh, this movie was so bad. I would have done it like this. I would have done it. And now I'm like, that's why I I try to give a disclaimer being like, no, I totally fully understand the actual intention of this movie. And what we're talking about right now seems to correlate with that. We're not trying to do that at all. (laughs) And you know what? If they really wanted to pull out like what, um, like a relation to the original killers, whatever. Um, the whole daughter thing irritates me. And I even told you the other day, like, I think it could very easily have been say, uh, there's a lot of ideas, but the first one that came to my head was like, when Mrs. Loomis left, she had another child with someone else, Billy's half sibling, like whatever. Like there's so many ways that they could have introduced like a new, ch- like someone related to the original killer without it being like, Billy Loomis as a high school student had a secret child yeah if you go to the wiki the wiki wow um you can see all the relations um and now Christina Carpenter is now under romance um because of you know Scream 5 which is Sam's mom um yeah but they could have literally picked any other relation (laughs) they could have given literally anybody else Um, they they had to do a daughter like they could have also done they could have had well i know that Stu's relation is in there i think that's who the 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 kid at the bar who's like you you want a real man you want a real drink or something like that um yeah by the way that guy the creepy dude is in um jennifer's body that's our man that's our man colin uh <laughs> Colin, Colin, Colin Gray, Colin Gray, Colin the cute little Colin emo Gray. boy. Everybody's always mad at Jennifer for killing. Why did you have to kill Colin? <coughs> but he's but, um, um, yeah, he's in he's in Jennifer's body. So I thought that was kind of sick to see him in a movie that I haven't seen. And they while. murdered him. Yeah, they took him out real quick. I think he was supposedly <laughs> related to um, Stu. Then the. I, I just know they're setting it up because everybody else lived and but I still don't understand that either because in all the past movies they've killed off important characters and just had a n- new cast of characters for the next movie so maybe they're trying to keep the same cast for the next one I just I know there's gonna be another one and then we'll cover it here on the final girls podcast <laughs> he is related to Stu he is his nephew Stu has a sister or brother yeah okay <laughs> way we didn't know this <laughs> because they don't talk about it unless they do and we're stupid but i've seen that movie i've seen that movie 20 goddamn times i i'm a little i'm a little disappointed that they killed him off because that would have been really cool he could have easily have been one of the killers so saying he could have why didn't he meet richie on the psycho website the other thing was that I, I kind of think it's cool that um, Richie is in, uh, Richie gave me Stu vibes. See, it, the only reason he didn't give me Stu vibes was because Stu was very much like himbo. Like, as we said before, like, <laughs> Stu- <laughs> could you imagine? He's like killing people. Oh, he's a himbo. <laughs> oh my God, himbo murderer. <laughs> oh, um, no. Because, um, but Stu just didn't know what was going on. There was a thought and a half behind those eyes at most. Like, 
he did not know what was I, going on. I was rewatching a scene the other day from Scream, and um, because they needed an audio for it, right? And um, it's literally like Randy and Stu talking in a video store, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Randy goes, "I think I miss this part every single time." But Randy goes, "Do you think Sydney would date me?" <laughs> no, I don't. Super maniacally, and then he goes, <laughs> and I'm like. You know, my guess. That's one of my yeah. favorite scenes when he's like, "Do you hurt me?" <laughs> no, I don't, I don't actually. Yeah, he does that. He does that so much, though. I think it's so funny. He, he reminds me of me sometimes. So I'm just like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Oh God, I still no, I know. A funny I know. fucking character. I'm dying here, man. Like. <laughs> so funny. Thank you, Matthew Lillard. Thank you for thank this. Thank you. I love I you. Thank you. I love you, Matthew Lillard. If you watch was, this, if you haven't, I love you. you. I love you so him. much. I love you so much. I love you. So much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just he did no, but some parts he did give me the the vibe, the rich, the yeah. stew vibe. I don't know how to explain it really, but I think he maybe, even gave me like Philly vibes at some point. I think they were really just trying to combine the two at any point, and I. Amber gave me annoying vibes. Those are well, that's about I it. Didn't, I didn't like Amber. You weren't supposed to, but I didn't like her at all. I didn't either. I think I like you know, and that's that's fine. That's our own. No, and that's, that's fine. That's thing. just our opinion. Like as a character, she was I kind just, of she was just very like one dimensional to me. There wasn't anything going on there. Initially, I kind of thought that she had a thing for Tara, the little sister, because she was so protective, protective of, her. of her. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of like i i was like okay i get i i don't get it but i get it you know yeah um, but it was just there wasn't really much to her there was that scene in the basement with the with the with uh the twin um mm-hmm. and what if you're the killer what if you're the killer i thought they were gonna kiss <laughs> no same yeah, i was like oh my god are they gonna be in lesbian the way that they were talking other? to each other they were really really like intimately standing there and i was like there's some tension yeah. i don't know about that yeah. one but <laughs> the other like nostalgia bombing thing too is the her on the couch and she's like look behind you man haha and that's like it was oh too my god was too oh my god too on the nose <laughs> that was her as a character was too on the nose of trying to recreate Randy which like honestly I love Randy one of my favorite characters so like part of me was like it's nice to have a kind of Randy character but it like really punched you in the face with like yeah. how Randy it was yeah her whole monologue when they're sitting in the living room just oh my god was not it was it was You've too never heard of a requel do you know what a requel is like no what the hell is a requel my that's favorite not a real line. word I think my favorite line in that movie or my favorite like exchange is when Wes is talking to Dewey about how he thinks he's the killer. And then he goes, yeah, you live in a trailer. You have a drinking problem and you le- your famous wife left you. You're probably the killer. And he goes, then you're probably the killer because that hurts so bad. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn. Dewey was like, you ain't have to say all that. He's <laughs> like, you're right, but you didn't have to say it. He's like, damn, I was just trying to help you assholes. Like, it's- <laughs> He's like, I'm just trying to help you shit-ass kids and you're really going to come for me like that, okay? Uh, What was the reason? What What was the reason? Like, why did you say that? Dewey's like, I may not be the killer, but I am now. I, (laughs) that hurt. Honestly, if we're being real here, 
back going back to scream one i never really believed in um the whole thing between gail weathers and dewey like i didn't really believe that they were ever like actually in love for some reason and i don't just kept going like it was cute it was like it was kind of cute but it wasn't like oh my god they're meant for each other like i just it just wasn't a. it just felt like a side thing where like Gail was just trying to get information on like like just trying to get information for her her news her one of the only times i really felt their kind of like care for each other or at least from gail's perspective because dewey always felt like very like oh my gosh gail like little puppy um mm-hmm. but gail was always kind of like eh. but the one time i really felt it was in scream 2 when they're in that like the glass little thing <gasps> and yeah, i remember that he okay. gets stabbed and she's like dewey no like that's yeah. the only time i really felt like yeah. she cared because even when he died in this movie her and sydney had like a <laughs> okay done like <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah. There was that whole moment where uh, Sam walks up to um, Gail and is like, "I'm so sorry. If he hadn't helped us, my sister would be dead." And I was like, "I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's something you say to somebody after." <laughs> um, there also was just it, that's the thing about this movie is the lack of emotional execution, especially from the returning characters. Like, where are the feels? They literally were like, Dewey's dead. Let's hug and do some cute little movie tears. And then we're done. And then we're like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Like, it deserved more of a, it deserved more of a a stop and stop and really savor that moment. Cause it was really sad. Like, I remember what, like when I saw Dewey actually, like he was just checking out there. I was so surprised and really upset. I was pissed. I was so pissed. I think I went through all five emotions of grief in that moment. I went through the seven stages of grief all in one moment. And I wasn't about to like start bawling next to the person I was watching it with. I wasn't about to, because he would have been like. It took me about three to five business days to emotionally process Dewey's death. Yeah, three days later, I was like, no, literally. I got home and I was like. <laughs> I was like, this man has been with me through every movie. How is he not gonna be? How you gonna walk so stupid because he's like, oh, no, wait, I know we're about to get away, but I have to go back. Like Dewey, he really did. Dewey, <laughs> just left. Dewey for a second, please act like you've Maybe been in all the other luck. fucking movies. Maybe he thought his luck of surviving, uh, surviving Ghostface every single movie was just gonna. He was like, like, I'm untouchable at this point. Like, and then he over, he overshot it. He was like, he really like Dewey. You're doing too much, babe. I, I love you. I but- honestly, I honestly think that he. I'm not gonna lie. I honestly think that he and Gail probably would have like started talking again. Obviously, oh, yeah. they would have been back to their whole like. I missed you, you know, and he probably where they get together more. at the end of the movie and then the beginning of the next movie, it's like we've been broken up. Like they would have resumed their little their little trip. And I don't think maybe that's probably why he was like, I think I'm, this is it. Maybe that's why, because they're actually they got married in real life and then divorced in real life. So they're like, I don't feel like that again. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I just overall it about a three out of five. I loved seeing the actors again. I loved the revival of this movie because you know what? Add another screen movie to my roster because I be eating up these movies like nobody's <laughs> business. I you know, I'd be saying I'd be saying all my quarrels with this movie, but in actuality, I you would get my you would get my paycheck for a whole another movie. I would I'd sit in that theater and I'd watch another movie. Whatever you produce, you give me. Unfortunately, I am there. I am sitting in I, that theater. Absolutely. I am and even though it's the nostalgia. Even though it's now like a job for us to like watch these and review them, you could 
I would pay you to let me see it over and over. I'm like, I get home to my little silly little podcast. And I'm like, so that was ass. I'm going to go pay money to see it again. <laughs> no, that's what I did. I was like, that was bad, but I'm going to go watch it again. No, literally, I'm going to go pay an outrageous, outrageous price for a movie ticket and go see it again and then get home to my little podcast and talk about how much I hated it. <laughs> But in all fairness, we had, I feel like this was a constructive, I feel like this is a constructive breakdown of what we thought was good and bad of this movie. Yeah, and I like, and I feel like right now we're like, this was really good. This was really productive. And we're going to watch this back to edit it and be like, what in the ADHD are we actually <laughs> talking about? <laughs> no, no, don't, don't curse us with that. Don't curse us with that energy. Uh, we did go through our list in like, a, in the yeah, we have a little list. We went out, at least I went out of order from my list a little bit because I just really wanted to talk about killing two <laughs> it was the major it was the biggest the biggest number for me in that movie it was the biggest besides 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 ski Ulrich just showing up out of nowhere he's like i'm proud of you murder daughter like (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny though (laughs) i mean he might as well have he's like gonna give in to your murderous yeah she looks into the She's like, she looks at, she looks over at Sydney and Gail getting like medical attention and she looks into the, the cop, like the cop car, like window and she sees him standing there and he's just like, (laughs) he's like, (laughs) oh my God, but no, this was good. I I have no idea how long this was. We forgot to talk about his fucking shirt, dude. The The fucking shirt, bro. Nobody cares about the shirt. Brie, I'm telling you right now. I care about the shirt. You remember how I talked about his haircut? But his shirt is wrong. It has little grooves in it. And it's like a pale color. It's not white. It's like a, it's a pale cream. Color. It's a cream color it's shirt. Cream color. And the shirt has grooves in it. It has texture. You find it at like HM somewhere in like one of the like sections. It's they one literally of the just went shirts. to Walmart and bought him a white t-shirt. They gave him a white t-shirt. Okay. I no, I'm telling context, you right now, babe. Nobody context, cares about the shirt. <laughs> Sydney and I are on TikTok. I'm not going to tell you how, but we are creatively involved in TikTok. And the shirt, I, I work. I used to work in costume design at, at, at my college's theater. And me not seeing we that, we were trying to sign shirt. off, and now we're talking about <laughs> shirt. shirt is I. It eats me up. His hair and his shirt. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> the hair and the shirt pisses me off. No, because it's not the same shirt. But like they didn't even. They got jeans and boots, whatever. But they couldn't. They couldn't just find his shirt. Where is his shirt? Did they sell it? Is it in like a prop thing somewhere? No, they absolutely got because they cut it up. So they probably just threw it away when they were done. <laughs> Where is it now? I would have paid you money for that shirt. I. Oh God. I would literally pay money just to like walk outside of the house and like breathe the air. Where is the house? Do we? It's know? in California. It's in. It's somewhere, and I think Northern California. Oh my they god! Would make bank. They would make absolute bank. They would make absolute bank to. I would sell, like I said earlier, I would sell my internal organs to step foot in that house. Would like? Would do you want my pancreas? I don't need it. I literally. Uh, <clears throat> it says, I, I found it. I found a, um, um, it was from October and September. They were talking about the Airbnb thing. And every time I go to the Airbnb to try and see if maybe they'll open it, they're again. not gonna reopen. I it. know, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. About- I'm 
let me in the house. <laughs> let me in. Let, let me, me in. in. <laughs> let me in. Let me in, please. <laughs> I'm just gonna camp outside. <laughs> I'm gonna, dude. Let's break in through the cat door. Let's break in through the cat door. What happened out. to Stu Mocker's cat? Where was he the probably cat? Probably killed it. He <gasps> probably killed it. No, why would he kill the cat? Premeditated murder. Murder is always practiced, and that was probably his first victim. Was that cat? No, because that was all Billy. Billy was like, "Murder your cat, Stu." Um. Anyway, it was fun. It was it was fun. It was, it was fun. um an eclectic, fun little absolute chaos. It was it's a nightmare. A, it was, it a, was a nightmare. We'll see how this edits. And uh, <laughs> this was like a fever dream. Like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the people who clocked out a minute in. No, literally. Like, are you still with us? Hi, if you're still with us, thank you for sitting through whatever the actual hell this was. I am so sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully with time, we'll kind of get into a better groove. This is our first time doing anything like this. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll kind of figure out how to kind of just get into a better groove of it. Um, Next, I hope to be covering Halloween. Halloween. So the new Halloween movies that have come out, the reboots of Halloween. Another favorite final girl of mine, Laurie Strode. Love her. Jamie Lee Um, Curtis. Jamie. The Scream Queen. She's making another one, isn't she? She's totally making another one. Yeah, there's one more. There was supposed to be three. Two already came out. We'll cover those. And then when the third one comes out, cover that one. Um, all right. But I think that's kind of, that's all for this one. Um, we've had, we've said a lot of things. We've said a lot of things. I don't remember stay half of the things we've said. <laughs> we'll, we'll, when we edit this, we'll figure it out. But stay safe. this is going to be a nightmare. I feel like our... Our opening and our ending should have something to do with the town that the, the movies are placed in. Yeah, fair. So, peeps of Woodsboro, <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> stay safe. Stay, stay safe. safe. With all the- <laughs> stay, stay safe, Woodsboro. Body count is always bigger. Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. More blood, more gore. Carnage, candy. On a gathering and storm comes a tall, handsome man. Ever, ever, ever find the killer ring? That's what I want to know. Right